So, hot take. My son is a dumbass. <laughs> he got all this money for his graduation, whatever. Which is normal. Yeah, yeah, normal. But, you know, I keep telling him, stop spending it on effing money, on food. Right. Because he's got a whole bunch of food. We're, that we're, it's our 4th of July party. It's July 2nd here. So it's our 4th of July party that we do every year. There's live band playing Dylan Scott out in our backyard, basically, and fireworks tonight. I should point out that on my way here, it was before 5, and there's people already camped out and setting up. Oh, yeah, of course. So it, I mean, it opened at noon. Oh, damn. There's okay. the kids' zone. There's a whole bunch of stuff. It's a full-on thing yeah. here. It's pretty nice. And it just happens to be in our backyard. So I made burnt ends, oh, 10 pounds of it. And uh, people are bringing hot dogs. People are bringing, you know, we've got chips. We've got sides coming. My wife's making a salad, whatever. She's going to toss a salad later. I was going to throw a toss the salad uh, in there. My son comes in and he's like, hey, you know where my graduation stuff is so I can get my Chipotle gift card? I'm like, you dumbass. We have all this free food here. Why would you waste that on a day like today? Like, I get it using it. Obviously, it can't use itself. Right. But you have all this free food. Use it on a day where you're not being fed. Right. Dumbass. No, I completely agree. All right. Brett and Dude let the big boy distilleries do battle between their 10-year bourbons. Eagle Rare, Henry McKenna 10-year Bottled and Bond, and Russell's 10-year All Face Off. See who comes out as the winner in this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. But before we get started, let me tell you about our partnership with Greenline Goods. This four-year-old company is based in Chicago and creates etched and printed glassware. Check them out at the link in our Instagram bio and save 15% off using the discount code BOURBONHUNTERS. You can also check them out at greenlinegoods.com. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. I'm joined by Brett Ryan. And again, surprise, surprise, we are joined by Banks, my dog, <laughs> but not by Tyler. We'll get you a headset, buddy. Yeah, his wife had this, the COVIDs, and so mm. uh, he went to Michigan to avoid the COVIDs, even though he just had the COVIDs, and uh, he probably gave her the COVIDs. I like the plural on that, yeah, the COVIDs. Yeah, he probably gave her the COVIDs. Um, and I think Mexico gave him the COVIDs, and I just got back from Mexico, so we'll see if I get the See COVIDs. if you get the COVIDs? We'll see. So, today we are doing a head-to-head-to-head of three different 10 years. We've got a Russell's 10-year, we've got Eagle Rare, which is 10 years, and we've got McKenna, which is the only one that's a single barrel of the group, and it's bottled in bond, so it's a little stronger. But, three 10 years, Heaven Hill versus Wild Turkey versus... You know what else you could do as I'm looking? We can finish the last one, versus Buffalo Trace. Go ahead. But I'm looking at your shelf... There's the Rebel 10-year as well sitting there. It's a weeded. We could do that. We could do it at the end. We'll see how we feel. So um, I was just eyeballing that, and I was like, you know, that's yeah, another I, I say we do that at the end if we feel like if it. If we yes. feel like it. Yeah, we'll, we'll just play it by it's ear. It's going to be a long evening. I didn't want to get us plastered. And that's kind of how I felt about stuff, too. I brought my ginormous water with, like, one of those IV hydrations in it to kind of, like, help you yeah. know, stay hydrated throughout the evening. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
Um, sorry, I'm getting, and this is going to happen, I think, throughout this episode. Um, but I'm getting uh, stuff, you know, texted to me and stuff like that because of the party, so. Understandable. Um, so, anywho. We've got these three head-to-head-to-head. We're starting off with a little bit of a primer from uh, Jason C.'s Mash and Drum Pick Chocolate Wasted. I want to get chocolate wasted. It is a yeah. uh, Starlight Distillery, Carl T. Huber, double oaked. And I had a little bit of this before you came. I'll tell you what, this is outstanding. So and it is chocolate. It I smells like, like a candy bar, is what it reminds yeah, me of. Yeah, it, like it a, does. Like a dark, almost like a more of a darker chocolate candy bar, but yeah. still. But the taste, I'll tell you, it's chocolate through and through, man. It is good. I almost get like a little, and I haven't taken a sip yet, but almost like like a nutty, like almost like a Snickers would smell or like a, like a caramel. Like that's why I think it reminds me of a candy bar. But man, this smells fantastic. If it tastes anywhere near this, it'll be fabulous. Oh, that's really good. And then some of that nuttiness comes through too. Yeah, there's for some me nuttiness. on the palate. Yeah, um, but I, it's all—it's very candy bar-like. It's bar like, like a chocolate-covered nut or yeah. something. but it's mainly—it's—it's—it is very candy bar-esque. It reminds me—I don't eat a lot of candy, but it reminds me of a Snickers because there's caramel, there's like the nut in it, and then like the chocolate. Yeah, that's what it exactly reminds me of. You like my shirt, by the way? I do. Just here to get bang, or just here, just to, here bang. to bang. And it's got a firework on it. Like a little It'd be better if it just said that and nothing else. Yeah, no, Trini goes, you know you're married, right? And I'm like, this is a fireworks shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't say who you're here right. to bang. Right, and I said I live here, I'm yeah. here, you live here, I bang you, so, you know. I think it's reasonable. I think that's the, what is that, the transitive property or something? Yeah. I don't know, there's something to that. See, I went with the classic, like, Hawaiian t-shirt. Like, that's a very 4th of July. I wore those know. all on my vacation, so yeah. I'm, I'm Hawaiian t-shirt out for the, for the moment. It's a good like vacation shirt. It is. You get too hot, you can unbutton no one, it a no little bit. No one wears them on vacation either, which really? is the no, they all do. Oh, okay. I was like, really? That's odd. <laughs> you can tell the dads fucking that are white and yeah. from the US they wear <laughs> fucking Hawaiian shirts. Yes. It's like I'm on vacation. Like we don't know that. Your pasty white skin in Mexico doesn't give you away. So all right. Um, another thing I want to talk about today. I've got this so I've got two decanters now one i've got filled with just a daily drinker it's buffalo trace mm-hmm. and so when people come over they can feel fancy drinking out of it and i yeah. can tell them it's buffalo trace they can get excited and then i've got a second decanter that's supposed to be really untouched kind of like yours it's going to be my infinity bottle but here's my question has a cool topper on it it does and it, it, but it's all it's twisted it's like it's almost yeah. looks like it's chiseled out of ice it's a really neat it's from it's home wet, cool. home wet bar okay uh, no plug. They don't do anything for us, but uh, home they should, but okay. dot com. They have some great stuff. All of the stuff that I have here that's fancy is from Home Wet Bar. I mean, to be honest, they've think, given us so much stuff. I think I've seen some of your stuff upstairs that you have from yeah, them. Yeah. Now, I've got whiskey stones. I've got um, a whole bunch of uh, ch- uh, glasses that were, uh, you know, with our names of the peas on them. All mm-hmm. the, all the, all these. Uh, what are these called again? We don't. Those are um, Kinsey Drams. No, Glen Cairns. Well, this one's a Kinsey yeah. Dram, but the the Glen Cairns uh, that all say P on them are from there as well. Um, but yeah, they're they're a great little place. If you don't want anything like too custom, they'll do like initials. They won't do like a full saying or a logo or anything. Yeah. At least they didn't last I checked. But everything we've got in here that's pretty fancy is from them. Uh, but I want to do an infinity bottle with that. And I'm thinking, so, you know, I belong to Mash and Journey. Mm-hmm. I also belong to Bourbon Enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Love all their picks. I was thinking about making it a barrel pick infinity bottle. 
I like that idea. I think you need to stick with the theme, though. and Because, and, like, with me, I didn't put rise in mine. Or something like that. Do so just, yours are all weeds? They're not all weeded, but they're, I no, mean, but I like. No, I mean wheat bourbons. They're all a bourbon. They could oh, be. Oh, weeded or rye bourbons, but no rye whiskeys. Correct, gotcha, yes. Gotcha, gotcha. And no wheat whiskeys. Correct. Yeah, so I was going to do all bourbon for sure. But I was thinking, you know, a lot of people just take, like, the last ounce or two mm-hmm. or whatever and put it in ev- after every bottle they kill. I was thinking about just doing an ounce and a half, two ounces, whatever it ends up being, probably just an ounce and a half, out of each, uh, not out of each, but out of my favorite barrel picks, doing, and just see what happens. Yeah, doing all barrel picks is cool. Um, but I'd log them, you know, I'd keep a little log. Yeah. No, keeping not see, a log in the sense that you think I mean. <laughs> I wish I would have kept a log because... I know, I you have, have no, no idea. No fucking clue. <laughs> and yours was outstanding. It is very good. I know, I was shocked by that. It was, it was so um, good. Do you like our little festive freedom lights around my... Uh, I do. Yeah, little bar It's like cart. Christmas in July. Yeah. It is pretty cool. My wife does... One thing she does... I mean, she does lots of things well. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but one thing she does extremely well is she decorates the house. She does. The, I mean... It's always decorated very nice. And it's funny because we've got the market on Halloween and Christmas. She now does like a harvest. She's expanding. It's almost, She's almost like a virus. <laughs> so she's added now Fourth of July to her repertoire. That she has not done St. Patrick's Day yet. Um, so like it feels like we have decorations up more for things than we don't throughout the year. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because once harvest starts around, I'd say September, we're decorated until probably a week or two after Christmas, if not you know two or three weeks after Christmas, and then Fourth of July is for a month. So it's like. There's only maybe, you know, seven, eight months out of the year we don't have decorations yeah. at the most, at the most. But that, it's fun to do that stuff. And, no, no, and no, have, it is. But know, like the different decor. And the, what's not fun is the wreck of the house during the setup. Well, I'm sure it's a lot of storage, too. Yeah. To so like all, all that storage shit. out in my garage is almost all decorations, man. Damn. I mean, it's like 80 percent of that is decorations for different different holidays. And so the worst part is you have to get out the decorations you're going to use, take all the stuff that's currently decorating the house put them in those so you have to get everything out of the decoration boxes put the stuff from the other decoration boxes into that Uh, it's crazy yeah no that's a pain in the ass but you know at the end of the day it looks like it's all worth it because it does look really nice so here's a little haven't told Trier how many people i've invited here today oh shit (laughs) but she knows a lot of people aren't coming because they're out of town Mm -hmm. but then i've invited a lot of other people too so um, she just doesn't know that. Like, she doesn't know Jason C is coming or was invited. She doesn't know that uh, Aaron, my partner at the gym, is invited. <laughs> um, Jeanette. Oh. My partner at the well, gym. Well, the way you said that, I was like, huh? <laughs> the guy who owns the other half of the uh, gym. No, I, I totally understand that. Just <laughs> um, So takeaways real quick of our primer of this Starlight Mashing Journey. This gets better the more that I drink. Mm-hmm. Even when I come back to revisit the smell, this is dangerous. the smell is, I'm so glad I got this. Um, oh, it's dangerous. Because, you know, I was I was on the fence, and, and not just, I'd never had Starlight, right? I'd never had their double oak well, I've got anything. like five bottles of and, it. And um, I was like, ah, you know, it's, it had a good price on it. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to buy one. And it sold out quick, very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I did a pick with Starlight and Bourbon Enthusiast, and I never ended up buying those barrels. Because <laughs> it was right when I was doing all this other stuff. They came yeah. out right at the worst time for me financially. I was like, fuck, I can't. I just can't do it. I mean, I could have, but I just, I couldn't. You know what I mean? So it was you just. I feel that way about certain things too. It was it's a like, pain in my ass that I didn't get to uh, 
I didn't get to partake in the one that I actually helped pick. Helped pick, well, yeah. there was I think there was two and a half barrels he did. That's how I did with the um, uh, the double oaked uh, Woodford. We did that barrel pick with yeah, Bourbon Enthusiast. Yeah, I can't believe you weren't I didn't you, get it. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. I'll have to try it tonight. But I've got it back the last, there, yeah. The last time I had, um, and I know that's a, a store pick, obviously, or us pick, whatever. Daryl pick, yeah. Um, and we were part of it. I just can't believe you didn't I just it. didn't like it that I well. I don't know what the hell you were thinking. I don't know. I mean, it could have been like what I had See, eaten. See, that's a home white bar. Yeah, I like that. Glen Cairn. I like just like a single like insignia, you know, initial type yeah, thing like no, that. No, no, it, it seems fancy. Yeah. I have... Fancy. Um, so back in the day, I don't know where I got this blank Glencairn. Who the hell knows? Someone could have got it for you, or you may have just picked it up one day. Or they brought it the themselves day. and left it. That's true. Maybe I don't know. But I had. Um, do we want to start with this, or do we want to start with? I say we start with Eagle Ray. Okay. Only because I've been drinking Eagle Ray nonstop for a week. I'll get into that in a second. But go ahead. Back in the day, you had what? Oh, um, you know, I was drinking bourbon, and I, I didn't really do. Um, Glencairns or Kinsey Drams or anything, I would just drink out of like a rocks glass. But I got some really cool um, Waterford Crystal glasses that are a rocks glass. Oh, yeah, just has yeah a, I remember you telling me about I just that. wanted to be oh, on it. it it's line. all good. I just wanted to be on it, and that's just, you know, it's what it is. It's just yeah. be. Sometimes right. less is more for me. I hear you. So, uh, all right. So we've got Eagle Rare. We've got McKenna 10-year single barrel and we got Russell's. We're going to start off with the Eagle Rare. So let's go ahead and pick that up real quick. And a little uh, palate cleanse in here. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good good idea. Let me do that too. Palate cleanse slash hydration. All right, so a um, little background on Eagle Rare here. For me, anyway. This is no Eagle Rare background. This is dude pool background. <laughs> so I just went to Mexico with my wife. It was our yeah, 15-year anniversary, and uh, we just, we had gone there for our 10-year anniversary, bought in. It's our first time we could have really gone back since we bought in because of our son's just busy all the damn time, and uh, he graduated, turned 18. If, if you follow the show, you probably already know that. But So we finally had a, a, a summer where we weren't like taking him places, doing stuff, whatever it was, football practices, whatever it is, and we just went. And um, our anniversary just is middle of June. So we went, uh, weather was amazing, traveled through Dallas on the way there, picked that on purpose because I've heard they had a great duty mm-hmm. free, and Tyler was poo-pooing the whole thing, saying, oh, you're not going to find anything, there's never anything good at the duty free. That's Tyler's baseline. I walk in, fucking Eagle Rare, and I was like wanting to buy five or six of them. I was like, fuck, but I don't know if I can get them home, Right. you know, and um, so I was like, well, I'll buy two. One to drink, one to one, one to pack. smash, one to stash, one to smash, one to stash, and so I take them. They deliver them gate at the gate there in Dallas. They they bring them to your gate mm-hmm. as you're checking into the to the flight. They don't let you walk out with them, and um, get on the plane. Get to get to Mexico. Get to our place. I've got two bottles sitting there staring at me, and I'm like, first day I don't even touch it. I'm like. Down there, I'm drinking Johnny Walker Black with a splash of 7-Up. Yeah, let me ask you this. Is this resort all-inclusive or drinks yeah. are provided? No, it's all-inclusive. Okay. But what they don't have is they didn't have any liquor in your room. Okay. And so, but they, but here's the other thing I knew going to Mexico is the, the best they would have would be Makers. Yeah. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't feel like drinking Makers just all week. 
flagship shelf makers, right? Yeah, I and I, they would have Jim Beam and Jack Daniels and, and makers. So here was the problem. Every bar there had Jack Daniels and Jim Beam, but not every bar had makers. And I'm just like, well, you know, I'm taking Eagle Rare just in case. So I bought it, took it down there. And I, I I didn't drink at the bar, or I didn't take anything to, I didn't open it for the first night. I was like, I'll wait, see what they have at the bars, and then if they don't have anything, I'll start drinking it. Yeah. First day, I go to our pool bar, it's a swim-up, you know, bar, and no makers, all they had was Jim Beam and Jack, and, I'm like, and then they had Johnny Walker Black. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll drink that. So yeah. I drink Johnny, Johnny Walker Black on ice with a splash of 7-Up. Splash. And the fir- in fact, the first time he poured it, he, he filled it to the brim with 7-Up. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no <Splash>. mas. <laughs> so real quick thing. I n- it's all inclusive. They don't expect you to tip, but you can tip. And so the first day I go up to Mike, I was like, hey, you going to be here for a, a few days? He's like, yeah, yeah. So I gave him a 20. And I'll tell you what, paid off in spades. Absolutely. Every time I walked up there, it would be packed at the bar. He would come straight to me. That's nice. So... I let that ride for two days, came back two days later, gave him another 20. And then um, let that ride for two days, came back, gave him another 20. So, like, I gave him $60 in tips. From the amount of alcohol I drank, I probably killed three bottles of Johnny Walker (laughs) and a bottle of Eagle Rare. Yeah. But that was the first time in a long time I had drank the same bourbon for, like, a week's time. Finished a bottle of Eagle Rare. Didn't want to open the second one because I didn't want to travel with an open bottle. No, I wouldn't either. So, so real quick, let, let's before you you start asking questions, mm-hmm. let's let's nose this. I love the smell of Eagle Rare. Yeah, I like Eagle Rare. It's good, and this will be the first time I haven't had it with ice in a week <laughs> because it was so hot. You you have to ice it down. I mean, it's yeah. No, I agree. It, when it's that hot, it's hard to drink. Yeah, and it was um, so harsh. A spirit like that out in the sun. It was so harsh to drink it uh, neat down there. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. It's like when I was in Jamaica, all they had was like rum, pretty yeah. much, and so yeah. I was just drinking like dark rum on the no, rocks. I get it. Yeah. And uh, I love rum too. Like, and I like a good sipping rum mm-hmm. if you can get a good sipping rum. And uh, so, what do you get on the nose? It's definitely sweet. I get a caramel. I think it yeah, is. Yeah, I get caramel on this, and I get a little bit of little bit of brown sugar. Um, I'm gonna dive into this though, because we're uh, we're 20 minutes into this already. We haven't even tasted <laughs> bourbon yet. Well, outside of the starlight, I guess. Yeah. Now I can tell. Oh, that's that familiar Eagle Rare that yeah. I like. Immediately, I can tell. I mean, we just came out of a starlight that's like 115 proof. I was just getting ready to say proof. the proof. I noticed immediately. Yeah. So, I mean, immediately you you recognize it's not a super high proof. This is a great sipping bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, Which you did. I did. <laughs> and and you love, you know, the, the, the bottle, it's almost like a big wine bottle. But, it, like, the it's got the eagle coming down to grab something. But then if you look real close at the eagle rare wording, the top of the E on the eagle is actually an eagle's head. I never noticed that. And so, like, that's huh. one of the things I just love. Just those little little things, and then the back of it, you know, gives you a little label and stuff like that. But I just, I don't know. It's a ten year for now, anyway. It's a ten year old bourbon. They, there's been talk about them potentially making it not a ten year, but I'm just like, why? Well, demand. No, that's, but that's only, but that's what Buffalo Trace is for. Yeah, you know, agree. Eagle Rare should be a ten year. It should yeah, stay it a should ten stay year. Should stay a ten year. Buffalo Trace is that what you know five to eight year or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, uh, and and I know they're blends, so they're gonna. 
they could potentially still find the same flavor with an eight-year, nine-year to 12-year or something like that. And because it's a 10-year, you could be having some 12-year. That's what I was getting to say as well. There's definitely things in here that are older than 10. That's just the youngest bourbon. The youngest, yeah. So, the, so when, whenever any bourbon tells you how old it is, then if it says 10 years, for example, it, if it's a blend, it can have stuff in there that's older, but they have to list it as whatever the youngest mm-hmm. thing in the, in the bottle is. So, so if it's a 10-year, an 11-year, and a 15-year, they have to call it a 10-year. Right. Um, or well, if they're going to age state, they have to call it a 10-year, I should say. What else is cool about this bottle is it's etched, where a lot of them have a label. This is, like, etched into it if you, like, feel on the outside of it there. Yeah, it, it, I love the bottle. It's super simple. Um, but you know what? Uh, I just, it's, it's a simple bourbon. It's nothing crazy. It's got some age to it. You get a little bit of oak. You get a little bit of caramel. You get a little bit of brown sugar. It's just there's a little oak in there. You're right. Yeah, it's ten years old. It's going to have some yeah. oak. I mean, but it's it's not offensive. Mm-mm. It's a super easy drinker. Um, you know, and I, I like it. I can easily drink Eagle Rare. There was a period, and I and I would have to go back and revisit the two back to back just just because of you know how I'm feeling, what I've eaten. Yeah. You know, many like your your mood can change with your taste and everything, but I was always picking Eagle Rare over Blanton's. Um, well, I mean, Blanton's isn't 10 years old. So if not. you like a little bit of oak, mm-hmm. you're going to get a little bit more with yeah. Eagle Rare. It doesn't get the hype of Blanton's because it doesn't have a horsey on top. But um, I was picking this over Blanton's, you know, nine times out of 10. Again, I haven't had Blanton's in forever just because it's not well, I've got some something I we go can, to. We can, we can go to it if we want. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I've had some amazing bottles of Blanton's. Yeah. I've had some so-so bottles Because they're single barrels. Yeah. Agree, and they can change. Right. So I'll tell you, when you go to... Buffalo Trace, you do their tour, you finish with a uh, tasting. They always do Eagle Rare. Well, first off, they start with their vodka, the Wheatley vodka. It's a good vodka, too. It is, yeah. Trina likes it. Um, but they always do Eagle Rare. They always do Buffalo Trace in the opposite order. Buffalo Trace, then Eagle Rare. And then they finish with the the Buffalo or the Bourbon Cream. And then they're like a chocolate in there, yeah, too, chocolate, or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but they also give you the root beer, and you can mix the. Oh, yeah. So they Freddy's give you the Bourbon Cream first, and mm-hmm. then tell you to mix the root beer in with it and finish with that. And it's it's outstanding. I'm not a root beer person, but I can appreciate that it's... Oh, I tell you, you, you can know. use orange soda, like a cream, orange mm. cream, and it gives you like a cream sick. Oh, God. I'll I can get you. down with that. And I'll tell you, even if you're not a root beer fan, root beer with bourbon cream is outstanding. It's not root beer anymore. It's like a, it's like a root beer float. Yeah. And it tastes amazing. But there's still hints of root beer, obviously. Um, takeaways from this. What do you... I mean... I mean, I... I I kind of summed it up for me earlier when it comes down to like Blanton's or Eagle Rare. If we're in a Buffalo Tracing, nine times out of ten, I'm always picking Eagle Rare. And this Eagle is half Rare. the price. Yeah, it's half the price. It's easier to find. Um, people it is easier to find, but it's not easy actually, to find. Actually, you know what? In Ohio, I think Blanton's is easier to find. You think so? Yes. Blanton's yeah. is here every other week. Every other yeah, week. That's Eagle true. Rare's maybe, maybe once every couple months. Yeah, that's valid. That's probably why I don't drink it very often. Yeah. I've got three bottles of it right now. And I yeah, one after of those tonight, I, it'll be two. No, I'm kidding. Well, maybe. <laughs> uh, it's two and a half bottles, technically. But one of them I just got from the Duty Free. I mm-hmm. was down to one and a half. So I hadn't been visiting it much before that reason. Yeah. Went to the Duty Free in Dallas on the way to Mexico and got a couple, killed one, saved one. So now I've got two and a half bottles. This is a little, like, off topic of what we're currently talking about. But do you have a prediction of which of these three you're going to like the best? I've never had the Russell's tenure. I haven't either. I always go for the single barrel. Yeah. It's funny that you say that. 
I'm a huge wild turkey fan. I am a huge wild turkey fan. I mean, I'm too. a big so fan of all. Surprisingly, of these, as much as I'm a wild turkey fan, and the fact that Russell's Reserve Ten Year is readily available, it is. It's on the shelf. It's always on the shelf. Always. Right now, Single Barrel's not on the shelf. I know. I and was it used to, to always be on the shelf. I was going to say the exact same fucking thing. But for thing. it to be on the shelf, Eagle Rare's never on the shelf. They're the same product from different different companies, basically. Mm-hmm. And why I've never had the Russell's Reserve Ten Year, I have no idea. No idea. I know why I haven't. For me personally. It's because when I had the single barrel, I kind of fell in love with it. I've said this several different times. Well, but you might fall in love with the blend. Yeah, this is true. The blend's going to be more consistent. I agree. Usually, anyway. But the Russell's single barrel was the first, um, I don't want to call it like higher end, but non-shelfer yeah, yeah, that, no, I, I, that I bought. And then I was like, I don't know what it is, but I really like this. No, Russ, I love wild turkey to mm-hmm. begin with. Here's the thing about Henry McKenna, the 10-year. People had love some, it or hate I've it. I've had some, well, here's the thing. The same people. Love them and hate them. Yeah. I've had some amazing single barrels, but some of them have been just, eh. I haven't had one. And I, this is. I don't like. This is a brand new, so I have no idea what to expect with this one. I've never opened this one. So two of them, uh, two of these uh, that we're trying tonight, I have never had. Is this the Russell's? I'm really fucking confused yes, right now. Okay. It's the Russell's. You're holding the Eagle Rare. Okay. I'm not. I'm not I knew I was holding yet. the Eagle Rare. I was just like, wait a minute. I'm not pouring this yet. I'm okay. Just, just letting it breathe. I'm just all getting right. it open. That's all. So. Eagle Rare, it's it's a it's a buy. Whenever you see it, it's oh, absolutely. a buy. Especially I would never pass. Especially because it's thirty dollars. Okay, you know? question. You're you're at Buffalo Trace. They allow you to buy one only. Yeah. There's a Blanton's and an Eagle Rare on the shelf. What do you buy? Only because I have like four bottles of Blanton's right now. You have you have one of each. We're gonna say. At home. At home, you have one of each. I don't know. And you have the opportunity to grab one. What do you grab? I'd probably still buy the Blanton's because I'm a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Well, you own it. That's all that matters. But you know what? Who cares? I, why do people like Pepsi versus Coke? You, you know what I, I mean? I can't stand Pepsi. I don't like, I don't drink pop. I don't like either one. I don't like do you pop. Want a knife? Any, I don't good? drink pop anymore either. But um, when I do, it's, unless I have no other choice, it's, you know, Coke. I can do a Sprite. Um, Sprite was, or like a 7-Up. It was the tax label that was throwing me up. Oh. It was tearing it up. Um, anyway, so let's go into this. Well, did you finish yours? Yeah, there's just a sip left. All right, we'll finish it. Shotgun that shit. Let's get into the... I was just enjoying it. No, I know. We can go back to it later. Oh, yeah. You're you're single this evening. Oh, yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah. You're without the the, the pseudo-wife. Yeah. Yeah, ja. ja, man. I mean, I wore my best Hawaiian shirt. What do you think? <laughs> but, as are, the night but are goes you here on, to bang? As the night That's goes the on, these buttons are going to keep coming undone. <laughs> yes, they are. I hope so. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> Um, for my sake. <laughs> um, all right. So, so yeah, Eagle Rare, if you see it on the shelf anywhere, buy it. I bought it at Dallas Fort Worth for $40. That's a good buy. It's normally I mean, like 35 at Buffalo It's Trace. normally, I think, 35 yeah. But what's $5? And Texas is one of those places. I don't think they, I think they don't have to follow the, you know, the MSRPs are not a control state, so. They don't control shit in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Well, on purpose. Yeah. They believe in less government, which I'm cool. is outstanding Yeah, in most regard. Uh, did you do a palate cleanser? I did. All right, I have not. So let me do that. For some reason, I shook my water bottle. You were about to bottle. ask me something. Was that the Eagle Rare question? Um, oh, no, no. So you were talking about you hadn't drank the same thing consistently for a while. Never. <clears throat> and so what I was going to ask Never. you is so then, you know, throughout the week, we're going to say on a typical week, you have one drink a night, right? Do you get a different bottle each night? 
I might have the same thing for two nights in a row, mm-hmm. but generally speaking, I just, for whatever reason, I've got all these bottles. Obviously. And I don't yeah. want to just focus on one. So I, I go through and I'm just like, I'm not kidding. Of all the things I do every day, I work out, I eat food, I, you know, I have my jobs. The hardest decision I make every day is which bourbon mm-hmm. am I going to pour that night? When, like, I might pour two bourbons in an evening, two yeah. separate bourbons. No, there's nothing wrong with that. No, but my point is, is I might do two different ones because I, it's the tough, and I'll come down here and I'll be like, fuck, I really want, but I really, oh, fuck, shit. And I, I just yeah. look at all these bottles and I'm like, so I'm like, okay, I'll do these two tonight. So I'll have the first one. And then sometimes that first one is so good that I'm just like, damn, I'm staying with this one. So I go through phases where like, um, like I just, uh I drank that fucking Russell's Reserve single barrel from Bourbon Enthusiasts. It's delicious. God, it's so good. And so I've been drinking that like the last three or four days in a row. So I'll go through phases where you I You know like what I'm pumped about right now is Bourbon Enthusiasts and Mash and Journey both have Russell's coming And I'm out. getting both of them. Right. 100%. And, but I think, I think Mash and Journey has multiples and so does Bourbon Enthusiasts. And Bourbon Enthusiasts, I believe, has a Kentucky Spirit, which is the Wild Turkey single barrel. Yeah, I will probably get the Kentucky Spirit over the Russell's Reserve. No, you won't. Get them both. Well, if I have the option to get both, You'll aren't have... they going to be dropped at the same time? Yeah, I think it's the same It's the same drop, I believe. If they let me get both, I'll get both, absolutely. You'll be able to get both, but you'll only be able to get one of each. No, I'm cool with that. Um, if they're still available. If they're still you. available, right. That's why you go up a tier, man. Go up I know. A tier. I need to go up a tier. So... This is no disrespect to bourbon enthusiasts. I love no. their stuff. But recently, some of their stuff I haven't been too fond of. Like um, what? Well, like the Wilderness what? Trail. I'm not a fan I of it. I didn't buy Wilderness Trail because here's the thing. I've been doing this long enough that I know this is not a knock on Wilderness Trail. I've had some Wilderness Trail that I thought was outstanding. Same. I've had some that I thought was good, too. But Wilderness Trail as a whole is not really my taste profile. Yeah. So when I see stuff like that, if I'm on the fence, I'm just like, I'll skip it. And, and then the Yellowstone was the other one that I got. And just not a big fan of that Yellowstone. And again, Yellowstone is a hit or miss for some people. <sighs> yeah. Just not, I've actually. I, I didn't get the Yellowstone and I didn't get the Wilderness Trail. So I have not had any bad picks from Buff yeah. Bourbon Enthusiasts and, at this point. And most, like the, all the Old Forester stuff has been fantastic oh, from the them. Old Forester, you cannot um, go wrong. Yeah, the Taconic is fantastic. And they've got that coming and so does Mashinger. Like, I'm like, there's, oh, I'm so excited. They did an Elijah Craig single barrel from Bourbon Enthusiast that I have that is, yes. I, I don't drink it very often because it's so good. But it's not a, it's not a barrel proof either. It's just a regular. No, it's just, it's, it's like a 90 proof, I think. It's, whatever their regular is, 90. Or something. something like that, but it's a single barrel of that, and it's fucking delicious. It is delicious. The, that is the correct word. Ooh. All right, let's nose this Russell's. This is the Russell's tenure. Neither of us have had yeah. this before, so this is going to be new, new, <laughs> so <laughs> new frontier. I almost said a phrase, and I, I have to rephrase how I say this, but um, I smell a lot of nut coming off of this. <laughs> I almost said it's a nut explosion, is what I started to say, and I'm like, God, no. I already had one of those this morning. <laughs> My wife was not there. But no it, one was there, to be f- fair. It was just it, me. It smells like I'm putting my face in a bag of, like, peanuts at a ballpark. You know what I mean? I, I like know. how you just gloss over the I did, I, I did. I'm trying to say that I beat off this morning. I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get back on track from all the nut jokes. <laughs> all the all the nut explosions. I started to say, God, it's a nut explosion. Then I, I was mean, like, don't look, say that. Look at this callus. <laughs> <laughs> it's your left hand, too. No, I, I, that's not what that's wrong. I was joking. God, I hope not. <laughs> I got really rough with myself. <laughs> I was a bad boy. <laughs> so, so you're a bad boy. <laughs> Max is like, what? I'm not bad. He's I'm like, good. I'm not a bad boy. <laughs> no, buddy, you're not a bad boy. I wish we could put 
headphones on him and he wouldn't like freak out <laughs> and we could just hear him like right. yeah, breathing into the <laughs> he is such a good dog um so i was talking to tony today he listens to our podcast and he was like i was talking about banks and he's like yeah you guys were talking about how old banks is getting he's like he's like that's gonna be a sad day because because oh, yeah. like everyone loves banks banks is just such he's, a good dog he's so laid back he wants so to hang friendly. out with us look at yeah. him he's just laying here with us he just wants to be with the guys he does He's yeah, such a he's good such dog. a good boy. He is. All right. No, is this what do you get? Just nut explosion. Remember, that's what started this whole conversation. Right. Did you get anything else? It's almost all peanut for me right now. Um, I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty typical of a wild turkey type of you know nose. Um, there is something else in the back. I almost feel like there's like an orange or a. An orange zest, maybe? Yeah, maybe like that. Yeah, orange zest. That's a good... Because it's just like a... It's almost like a hint of orange. Now, that's different, but good. The nut comes through peanut, like a peanut. Yeah, lots of peanut in this. And it's almost like a peanut dust, like on the shells. Yeah. That's why I said it's like putting your face in like a bag of... Like yeah, peanuts yeah, yeah, from the yeah. ballpark. Yeah, yeah. But like putting your of. tongue in the bag. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Like that's what it tastes like. Do you ever eat the shell? Like not eat the shell. I'm sorry. Do you ever put the whole shell in your mouth? Like, I know some people actually eat the shell. I have a friend that eats yeah. the shell. I don't. I'll put the whole shell in my mouth sometimes. Just to get some of the salt. And get the salt and stuff and then, off of it, and, and then, then, then crack it, out. and then eat yeah. the peanuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've done that before. Um, no, this is this is completely different. Completely different than the Eagle Rare. It is. There's a little bit of a citrus note somewhere in here that I'm not 100% sure of what it is. But holy shit, this is this is different, completely different. And it's I'm not getting the oak right now. But um now the proof on this is 90 proof and that's the same for the Eagle Rare. Yep. We're going to bump McKenna up to 100. Same? No, it's 100. 100. It's bottled okay. and oh, it is bottled and bond, you're right. So it'll be 100 proof. But I like that they're all like close to the same proof. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's not there's nothing that's like terribly off the charts proof wise. They're all at least in the same range. Um yeah, I mean this is good. I don't know that I like it better than Eagle Rare yet. I'm I'm I, I was gonna say the same. I, I think Eagle Rare for me might still be ahead. But I'm just I agree. And now granted, this is a brand new brand new open. Correct. We just cracked it. It hasn't breathed or anything. It hasn't had any chance to get any oxidation. Um, but that, I mean, but that's kind of how you get it when you first open them. So, I mean, what do you want to do? The nose. Yeah. Are you getting any yeah. citrus or no? No, I am. That's why I said it's, the, it's to me, it's like an orange zest, though. I don't know how mm. to describe it other than that. I'm trying to see if I pick that up on the palate, and I think I get a little bit. Power of persuasion, I do. I wouldn't have came up with that without you mentioning it. That was some Appalachian fucking grammar. I right know, there. I know. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what's weird? My left nair. Nair? Yeah, that's what it is. Each individual nostril is a nair. Mm, um, fair enough. I get a lot more orange. Well, you weren't... Were you with us when we did the Heaven Hill? T- and they, they said that your, your so. uh, yeah. nostrils change... Whichever one is the dominant nostril every like twenty minutes or something like that. Yeah, you only notice that 
um, something's because you only notice it when you have like your stuffy right and one's clogged. Yeah, that's how you notice it. But your body switches between you know each yeah, nair. Yeah. Which and one's nom- yeah. dominant? Nair. Damn it! Now that I know that <laughs> fucking word, I'm not gonna get that shit out of my head. You asshole. I'll be here all week. Thanks. I'll be here all week. Um, speaking of comedians, I saw Tom Segura at the Palace Theater in Columbus here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It may have been a month ago. Holy shit, I was laughing so hard. That guy is hilarious. Like, I don't know if people listening are comedy fans, but if you are not, you should watch some Tom Segura. He is hilarious. And, like, some comedians, like, they laugh at their own jokes, and they, you know, they start, like, um, you know, laughing before they even, like, finish a joke and this and that. That actually kind of makes me laugh sometimes, too, though. He's so straight-faced, though. Like, he'll say these things, and he's so straight-faced, you're just like, oh, my God. And he went on this whole rant about how, and I'll make this quick, but he went on this whole rant talking about, like, so he lives in this, like, nice neighborhood, right, because he's a successful comedian, and his neighbor comes up to him, and he's like, hey, you're a comedian, right? And he's kind of like, yeah, he's, like, out walking his dog, and he's like, the neighbor guy says, where do you think the term motherfucker came from? He's like, you don't think someone actually, like, you know, and he was like, don't know, man, just trying to, like, walk my dog, and then he's like, you think daughter fucker exists? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then he talks about, like, walking away, and he was like, by the way, don't shop at Petco, whatever you do. I guess it was, like, the CEO of Petco is what he was saying is his neighbor that was saying all this weird shit. What the fuck? That's hilarious. It was just for him to tell it, though. He was – he's hilarious, man. Oh, my God. That's funny. I I love seeing comedy. Comedy, yeah. I have not gone to a comedy show in a while because I'm so worried that I'm going to spend the money on it, and they're going to just talk about political, political bullshit shit, the, non- yeah. the whole time. and. I don't want to hear that. That's I don't not either. why I want to go to a comedy show for you to fucking gaslight your your political views one yeah. way or the other. I don't care which side you're on. That's not what I want to go to a comedy show for. Agree. And I had a bad experience with that. If you want to go and, and make fun of a president or some political views, that's fine. But don't go up there and then jump on a soapbox. That's yeah. not what I'm paying for. This, Agree. This isn't a political rally. This is a comedy show. Right. So when I went to Bill Burr, he did political stuff, but he made fun of both sides. Right, and that's fine. I, and it was like a short The way he does thing. it, I, and, yeah. and it, but it's not a political stand-up. Yeah. It's a stand-up that makes fun of political things, yeah. and that's fine. And he made fun of all races, which I think is funny, right? And we're like, we need to do that. Like, we need to be yeah, able to, like, break to down do barriers, right. make fun of each I other. Agree. We've talked about that on this before. Yeah, 100%. And um, he, he did that very well, of, of, like, making fun of everyone, of making fun of both political yeah. sides. Right, and that's, and I, listen, I don't. I don't have a problem with these political views from these comedians. That's fine. If you have your political views, and I'm sure they all do, Oh yeah, that's great. But I, there should be a disclaimer when you are buying a ticket that says, okay, this guy is a hardcore liberal and he likes to talk about it in a show, yeah. or he's a hardcore conservative and he talks about it in a show. I don't want to go to those. I don't either. I want to go to a show for a comedy show to get away yeah, from that shit. Agree. Not to fucking have it put in my face yeah. for another hour. Yeah. And like little things I'm cool with, like a joke here, a joke there. I'm right. okay with that. But when it's, I had a bad experience at the Funny Bone with that. Yes. This chick did like That's why her whole I don't skit. go anymore. I haven't gone, I haven't gone since COVID started. Yeah. Because that's about when all this shit started happening. It where, did. Where they just start gaslighting now mm-hmm. for an hour. And they take, the one exception to that, and I don't agree with all his political stuff, but he's funny as hell, and he he finds a way to make it funny. Is Dave Chappelle? 
Oh, yeah. I'll go watch Dave Chappelle if he ever comes. I don't care how political he makes it because he makes it funny. But he makes fun of all sides, he too. He does. He makes fun of white people. He what makes I fun of black people. He makes fun of Hispanic people. What I don't people. understand is, is the LGBTQT uh, community not liking him. Because he's actually not, if you really take a step back, he's not really, he's not really making fun. I mean, he's making fun of them, but in a way, just like he makes fun of white people, yeah. he makes fun of conservatives, he makes fun of liberals, he makes fun of He makes fun as, of black people, too. Like, right, he makes fun he of does, everyone. But he does, and he does it in a way that's actually, like, funny. You're, it like, is. pointing out the, the stupidity of, of whatever of us, it is. Yes. The extremes yeah. of all of them. Yes. And that's the stuff that needs to be made fun of, the extremes. When anyone goes to any extreme, that's not good. Agree. Whether it's a left constri- uh, extreme, a right extreme, yeah. whether it's a, a you know any type of extreme, those are bad. Those are what cause problems in this country is the extremes. Agree. If you look just like in life, and this is my this is my mindset on just life in general, is that moderation is the key to life. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes with political views. I think that goes with you know, your diet, drinking and eating and everything, everything's about moderation, exercise, everything. There has to be balance in life. And when you go to an extreme on anything, it's not good. You go to extreme on politics, whether it's conservative, liberal, not good. Extremes are are not bad. That's why there's terms out there called extremists. That's not a good term. No. So when, and and that's the shit that bugs me. And I, and I, if someone is an extremist, that's why they get offended by Dave Chappelle. Right. Or and and so I was listening to something the other day that I thought was pretty intuitive, not intuitive. Um, intuitive, I guess, is is probably the right word. But they were talking about something, and I think it was on Mike Rose podcast actually. And they were talking about I like him. Yeah, it, there was this group on there that was called Fire, and it was like so freedom initiative, I, I don't remember exactly what the fire stood for, but the last word was expression. And they just changed it recently because it wasn't originally expression, but now it's expression. And one of the things that they were talking about was this whole concept of you're in a country that is doing so well mm-hmm. that the little things are things you can complain about. Well, that's the whole thing like first world problems. Right. You know. And that's kind of a, the hashtag first world problems is is along those same lines. Yeah. And I don't remember the word he used, but it was a great term. And he basically was saying, look, if you're sitting there and you're worried about these little things. If you were to take a, a step back and look at your life, your life's not that bad. If you're so hung up on. You know, the price of a, a yogurt then your life's probably not that bad. If you're sitting in a Starbucks on a $1,000 laptop with free Wi-Fi Shit, and that's a, a, cheap laptop. a $1,200, well, whatever, I know, and a, and a $1,200 phone, right. and you're sitting there tweeting about how oppressed you are when you're on these things, take a step back and sit there and think about the people in these other countries who are truly Oppressed, and not to say that there is no oppression in the United States. I'm sure there's tons of it. I'm sure. Oh, there is. Yeah. And there, there's racism in the U.S. There's all these things, but that's not that's not my point. My point is, is if you can sit there and and you can complain about these little things, then overall your life's probably not as not bad. That bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. And here's the other thing: like everyone walking around has a thousand dollar phone. Oh yeah. 
they all have, you know, a lot of them have tablets. Yeah. A lot of them have laptops. They all have cable at home or some <clears throat> sort of streaming service of some sort. They have these TVs that are 60 inches. They have these, you know, like... Multiple subscriptions. You're not to, yeah. really wanting for anything. Right. And if you're really that bad off, you can cut some shit out of your life yeah. and still get by and be happy. Agree. Like, those are those are not necessities. A 60-inch TV is not a necessity. It's a luxury. Surround yeah. sound is not a no. necessity. A, a $1,200 phone, is it's truly not a necessity. Mm. No. Luxury. They're all luxuries. You could still get a... Cheap ass clamshell phone if you want clamshell. Seriously, I just haven't heard that phrase in a long but you time. You can get for a that if, if if your excuse for having a cell phone is that you need to be accessible so that you can get a job. If I show up on the fine. show and I'm carrying like that jitterbug phone, would you totally judge me? No, <laughs> I would be like, damn, that guy's that guy doesn't give a shit about yeah the things. No, 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 the I'm things. Just All right, let's get to this McKenna. Yeah, let's get to the McKenna. So I want to get upstairs and get to those damn uh, burnt ends. Where's your clean one? This is my clean one. Yep, here. Have you cleaned your palate? Um, I'm going to do that meow. Right, meow? Yep. All right, this is our last one, unless we decide to go with the 10-year. Uh, It'll be a time thing. Well, I, was, I was looking at my watch. I don't know what time people are coming over. Well, in about it's 46. F- 14 minutes. 14 minutes. So, funny story. I'm cutting through the brisket. Mm-hmm. Doing all that, I've got a serrated knife because it just makes it easier yeah. for me. Um, it's such a big brisket; it was ten pounds. And Costco, yeah, oh, Costco yeah, brisket, the best, the are best. Great. So I'm cutting through it, no issues. Go to put the tin foil over the damn. Out cut my finger open. Uh, I'm like, seriously, I go through cutting with a knife for 15, 20 minutes. Two seconds into freaking going into a tin foil. Uh, Reynolds wrap, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, uh, the like the, the tin, yeah the serrated Somehow thing where you tear I it. I cut my finger open. Yeah. Do you know that you are more likely to cut yourself with a dull knife than a sharp knife? No, for sure. I'm, I, yeah. th- because you're gonna have to use more force or yeah, whatever like, or something. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I would have never s- thought that until you said it. Yeah, but as soon as you say it, I think, oh yeah, that makes sense. Because like, um. I like having, like, nice kitchen knives. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Too. And I get oh, yeah. fucking sure. irritated when someone's like... I just bought a whole new set. If someone, like, opens a Funny packet story. of chicken, like the plastic with my kitchen knife, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Use scissors. Yeah, I use the scissors. Yeah. I have I have meat scissors for yeah. that. So my wife and I... Ooh, my boss, good. actually, my current boss, Ami, he bought me a set of knives for... That's a good fucking for gift. For our wedding gift. That's a great we, gift. We finally replaced them... Just this year. Well, last year, actually. 20. There's some good German knives out but there. But we're in our 15-year anniversary, yeah. so we had those for 14 years. That's a... You can't go wrong with a good set of kitchen knives. And, you know, if you... Suppose that the... the, the uh, what is it? The... Um, when you believe in something that's not necessarily true. Like it's a... Uh, mythology type... Oh, okay. No, not mythology. But what? No, like a... You have a belief that you do something, you never jump on a crack. Or oh, you like a superstition. Suit that, thank you. Okay. That's the word I couldn't fucking think of. So the superstition of knives as a gift is you don't decline the gift of a knife or a knife set because it cuts the relationship. Oh, okay. So if anyone ever gives you the gift of knives, you always accept it because if you don't, it cuts the relationship. Yeah. So that's the superstition or the old... The old tradition, mm-hmm. or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, so. a good set of kitchen knives are. Uh, 
So I just opened this bottle of Henry McKenna Tenure. It's bottled it and bond. Smells fantastic, man. And uh, it so does. because it is a single barrel, they're always potentially a little different. And I will say that of all of the single barrel type products that are shelfers, if you want to call this a shelfer, I've always heard Henry McKenna's variance in flavor profiles differs the most. Now, I don't know if that's true. Yeah. But I've always heard that. So what do you get on the nose? It's a, um, I'd love to know the mash bill on this, but I feel like there's rye in here for sure. Like a higher rye mash bill. I can't tell. It's got a little bit of spice to it, for sure. I bet Jason's listening to this. Like, nope, wrong. <laughs> He'll wrong. be here. He'll be here. He'll be here. You're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have a high riot. I, Wild Turkey I don't supposedly know. has a high riot. They do. They definitely do. But I don't think McKenna has a high riot. I don't know what I'm smelling right now. Maybe it's like a grain <sighs> smell. I'm getting a little bit of corn. Maybe and I'm that's what a, I'm mistaking for like as a grain. But I'm getting a little bit of oak as well. Do you ever just smell something and you enjoy it? You don't know what it is. Yeah. Oh, you just that, enjoy it. For the first year or so of my bourbon yeah. neatness, that's I, that's how my flavor profiles were. It was like, I don't know what it is, but I like it. I went to the Dublin Farmer's Market, which really isn't a farmer's market, but that's another discussion. <laughs> um, it's just like a like market out there. But anyway, there was someone selling like soaps and essential oils and shit like that. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but I like it. It yeah. was a, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah. it reminds me of that. It's something that... Yeah. I don't know what's in it, but I know I like it. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Oh, I got a little peanut there. You going in? Diving mm-hmm. in? Mm-hmm. At first. A lot of peanut. But some sweetness, like sweet tangy, that hits me in like the back sides of my tongue. Initially, but the front of the tongue, I don't like it. Really? But as soon as it, like, evolves down the back of my tongue and across the sides of my tongue, I enjoy the shit out of this. This might be my favorite, even though on first touch of my tongue, I don't like it. So I can I can confidently say that the Russell's tenure comes in third place. It's not that it's bad, but these it's the all, third place of these, these, these three. Yeah. I'm going to wait and hold off on that for another few drinks on this. This one... I'm thinking this is either first or second for me. That's why I said I know the Russells for me is third place because I'm at a I'm at a tie right now between the Eagle Rare and the Henry McKenna. This Russells is probably five years old, and I've heard that their Russells ten years have changed a little in the last few years. I don't oh, know. Oh, is it? On. You've had it that long? Yes, I have. Gotcha. But well, and so. I got to point out the obvious too. This is a little higher in proof. It's not much. Yeah. But we do like Ten, things that are a little higher like in higher proof. proof. I was thinking about that so earlier. So that that might be what's kind of like edging it over a little yeah. bit. You're 100% I'm right edging. on that. No, you're <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I I I'm ignoring that. I was thinking the same thing. Oh, that's a cork. I couldn't tell if that was a plastic like screw on cap for a second. No, it's a cork, yeah. but uh, it's a plastic cap attached to the cork. I do enjoy the Henry McKenna bottle. Oh, it's yeah. It's short and squat, and I like the label. It's, it's an kinda, old. It, it almost reminds me of, like, money. And it's an old-looking label. It does remind you of money. It has, like, a like a, the like a note, yellow You tense. know what I mean? Like, yeah. that note money. Yeah, like the paper. Even this. Like, this has a very, like, monetary look. Yeah, even their, their uh, tax. Tax, yeah. 
thing that goes over the top. It, it does. It looks like, I don't know. There's something about it I like. Um, dive back into this. What do you think? What do you think? God, this is really good. It is a good, but it is a good bottle. I, I, I agree with that. Um, this is where I kind of wish we did this as a blind. Yeah. I may have picked this over Eagle Rare. Seriously. I think I am picking it over Eagle I Rare. I think it, it it might be the it proof. It feels like it's more complex. It does. I agree. Um, there's something in it I cannot put my finger on. But there's also... And the more I drink it, the better it's getting. Yeah. When we just opened it, too. This Eagle Rare was this is true. a third empty when we got to it. And it's been a third empty for a while. Um, so it's had a chance to do some oxidation for the, the proof to change a little bit. Um, these other two, we're getting exactly what it was bottled as. You've had this for a while if it was barreled in 2008, which means it would have been... Does it say barreled? Yeah. Barreled in 2008, so, so it would have been bottled in 2018. Well, so you've had this for a while. Well, Potentially. It could have been bottled in 2019, but they just put 10 years on all of them. Yeah, but I think I have had it for three or four years. There, were, McKenna was here for a minute. There were like it was coming mm-hmm. out e- easily. You were getting it every couple weeks here for a while. Yeah, I used to be able to pick this up pretty yeah, regularly. Right, regularly. Now Sorry. it's tough. And what happened was, is it got it got it won like double gold or something like that in San Francisco. And then I think uh, who was it? The guy that does the yearly best of. He has a a book or a magazine or something that comes out. I can't remember his name. It's not It's not Fred Minnick. But he listed it as his number one bourbon. And when he did that, it just became scarce. I'm going to derail real quick, yeah, if that's okay. No. That's our show. That's but our show. anyway, so do you know why Jackie's, speaking of Fred Minnick, do you know why Jackie Zycan resigned? I don't, do you? No, no, it's not like a, I don't have the answer. She said it was going to come out in July. She would she would explain okay. more. I don't know if but she had her going away party. They gave her a cake. I and saw all of that. All that stuff. So it can't. I don't think it was not amicable. I don't yeah, think she was like fired or anything. No, no, no. I, I think she I think truly she, resigned. I don't yeah, think no, that no, anything I, bad happened. I agree. There's a lot of stuff that's happened this week. Heaven Hill announced um, new. I think president, co-presidents, or something like that. Um, a, a husband and wife team, I believe, hmm. that are now their new presidents. Um, Jackie Zykin resigned, or I think today might have been her last day. Do you think it's yesterday. because I wouldn't go out with her? Do you think that she just couldn't handle the pressure of like me turning her down? I don't think that's how it happened. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was you acting like it was a speed dating thing when she was on the show, and she just was deflecting. It was like Wonder Woman with the little, what are those... Uh, <laughs> golden, not the golden area, but the the, the things on her wrist that yeah. she was blocking yeah, bullets with. Talking about. She was doing that with every one of your questions, and she would just immediately move on. <laughs> I, it's probably why she never loosened up on the show. Either. Probably it was not. because you just she kept, was wound tighter than of. <laughs> well, you kept her on the defense the entire time. Well, you know me. Yeah, I do. Th- so this is me being like honest. She's a very like, from what I gather, a very outdoorsy person. Oh, I noticed that so, she's yeah. traveling, and I wonder if she just wants. Th- to travel. Like, I wonder if her job was so consuming that she couldn't, like, truly enjoy her life. I want to know if she's going to stay in the spirits industry at all. 
Yeah, that. It, like, is she going to move from Old Forester to somewhere else in Brown Foreman? Maybe, maybe. Or is I don't she know. going to go to a competitor, and that's why she hasn't said anything yet? But I would imagine she has to have an NDA. I think she's leaving Brown Foreman only because it showed her with her like Brown Foreman um, ID badge. I saw that, and it, the and RFID it, it wouldn't it dab her work. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's why I think she's leaving the company. I think you're right on that. I yeah, I have no idea. I'm I'm not close enough to her. I'm sure the first person to interview her will probably, and he's probably already done it. Well, yeah, it's probably Fred Minnick because they yeah. they they talk a lot, and I feel like she's done a lot of stuff with him. Um, so he'll probably be the one that breaks whatever the story is. It'll be a, an episode of his or something. Oh, yeah. I can imagine anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but there's been a decent little shakeup at a, at a couple things. You know, I mean this this week has been pretty busy, and then. Uh, Heaven Hill announced their little uh, heritage collection. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I mean, there was just a lot of stuff that that was talked about this week. I I can't think of it all off the top of my head, but so all right, gun to your head. How do you rank these three? I think I'm picking McKenna, Rare, Eagle Rare, and then Russell's. Yeah, I think I'm the same way. If, if you know, it's like on the spot go. Yeah, yeah. I think McKenna. For me, there's some things I can't pinpoint in this bottle, but I think I agree. I feel like it's just more complex. Mm-hmm. The Eagle Rare is just, it's so unoffensive, but it's also not really jumping out at me either. Does that make sense? It lacks the complexity. It's y- good. Yeah, it's good, and I can sip it, and I can have mm-hmm. it any day of the week and be fine with it. No, I would never complain about any, th- yeah, any absolutely. of these three. Absolutely. But there's something about the McKenna that's just, it's, mm-hmm. there's some complexity there that I'm not, I, I can't pinpoint and it's good, and I just uh, I like it. And and to be honest, I think the last bottle of Henry McKenna that I had, I didn't like as much. The guy at work had two of them, and he was trying. I won't say give them away, but he was like, "Someone please buy these. I don't like them. I don't want them." I and at the time, to be honest, from what I know, you would give one a try, and 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 then if you didn't like it, give the other one a try. Yeah. And then if you don't like them both. I mean, well, they could have been the same barrel. I don't know. They might have been. Yeah, but I did that once. Like, I went to a store that had them out, and I'm like, "Oh, can I take one of those?" You know, I have them on the shelf. And I went back the next day, and they still had them out. And I was like, "I'll take another." Yeah, of McKenna. Or McKenna's. Just, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, just McKenna's. Yeah. How many of those do you have at home? Just well, one and a half. Yeah, and they're the same barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's good. Yeah. So I don't. That's a, you got lucky then. That's good. I don't visit it very often because I, I like it so well. Yeah. You know. Well, you have another bottle of kill the I know, first one. Kill I know. It. Kill I, it. Put but it out of his misery, man. I go through phases. You know what I mean? I yeah. go through phases. So I, know. I do. There's a couple of things I'm, I don't want to say forcing myself to drink. Like the um, the Yellowstone, I'm not a big fan of it. So honestly, I've been, I'll well, have something good. We'll bring it in here. We'll drink it yeah. and see if we like it. I, um, the Russell's, right? That Russell's Reserve that I love, that single barrel. I'll drink it or maybe like two of those and then I'll have the Yellowstone to like finish off and just like try and get rid see, of it. See, I would it. do it the other way around. I would start really? with the Yellowstone. And then finish with the Russell's? Yeah, because you don't want to have something great and then go to something not great. That's true. I would go the other way around. That's true. That's just me, though. No, that's, that's, I. You're rethinking your whole life right I now. I know. Like, I'm about to just like walk out and be like, <laughs> just throw off the headset, like, fuck my life. Everything I've known was a lie. <laughs> Everything I've known up to this point <laughs> has been wrong. <laughs> oh, shoot. So, uh, all right. We're Tylerless again. Last episode was named The Triumphant Return of Tyler, and then he disappears. What the hell? It's Tyler. Is yeah. he at Lake Erie? Where is he? No, he's up in Michigan at some... It looks like a dirty fucking lake, is the only reason yeah, I say it that. Looks like it's a, dirty. it looked like they were actually uh, uh, boating 
in a sewage uh, <laughs> factory. Or what are those called? Like a sewage uh, treatment plant? Yeah, water treatment plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's where it looked like he was actually boating. It was a it bunch was, of like pontoon boats like docked together. And, and, the, and it just looked like shit water. Yeah, it did. It was so I don't dirty. know what he was doing. He was talking about how tight everything is. It's like he's a 20-year-old <laughs> I know, right? frat boy. He's like, it's so tight. It's tight. Oh, you guys don't have anything like this down in Ohio that's this tight. And I'm like. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I. I was like, that was like a '90s saying, right? Yeah. When I was when I was twenty, I was saying the word tight. Yeah. God, I can't tell you the last time I said like, "Oh, bro, that's tight." (laughs) And I can still remember to this day when I was like in my early twenties, people were still saying tight. So my buddies and I tried to start saying "thick" as a thing to try to make it go, and it never it never took off. Like I remember, oh yeah, that's thick. That's Aust- thick. like Austin Powers forever ago being like, oh, it's tight like a tiger. Like we would say that. Like that's how tight long like it's a tiger. been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, it's right. tight like it's a tiger. Forever. It's been forever. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. Someone just came here, so uh, Brett, go answer the door. And uh, thanks for joining in, guys. And check us out next week. I have no idea what we're gonna do, but uh, Brett's gonna go answer the door, and we're gonna sign off here. Thanks. Joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon.